to be present, we must be intentional. And to bear fruit, we must feed the soul. You're listening to Positive and Ponder. Hello, Ponders. Welcome back to another episode of Positive and Ponder. My name is Pauline, also known as Pauline Ponders, and I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm so grateful for you to tune in to ponder with me. And um, this particular topic, I am a little nervous, but excited for. It's a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but in the time of this pandemic, my perspectives on it has changed and you know it's not just something that happened in 24 hours but it was over time and I had to push it to the side for a little bit because um, you guys know that I try to be as authentic and real with you guys and I didn't want to talk about anything that I wasn't sure about until um, I was ready to talk about and that's self-care and you're probably wondering why is that so hard to talk about isn't your podcast all about mindfulness and self-care and listening to ourselves and being mindful yes it is but just looking back at how i perceived self-care before and i think a lot of us are are getting more awareness of um, what it really truly is to us it's unique and it was a journey that i that i had to go through to rediscover and going back you know there was a point over the pandemic where I really questioned whether self-care was actually helpful, you know, considering I had always advocated it on my social media and I've practiced it myself and it was not until I found myself really comparing the time I would, you know, do the self-care rituals. Uh, I compared that to the time to when I was actually content and happy and they did not compare. The calmness and sudden boost of energy would soon fade out and I'd be back at square one. And I'm sure a lot of us experience that. You know, this prevented me from oversharing my IG post of me doing quote-unquote self-care. Now, I'm not saying that putting on a face mask or having a cute bubble bath or getting your hair and nails done is bad. Of course, I love these things as well. But the hashtag self-care term gets thrown around a lot these days and it's becoming trendy, especially given the impact this concept has had on the wellness industry. And I am super grateful and so happy that mental health is becoming more and more of a conversation in communities and our homes. But the consumer side of self-care has many of us convinced that self-care equals or is the same as regular spa days, or having expensive vacations, or retail therapy, you know, as well as anything else under the treat yourself culture. But true, genuine self-care is so much more than that. I mean, if you are able to keep up with these things, these self-care routines, and it has helped, then by all means don't stop if it's very helpful for you and if you are able to do all of these things but for me personally it just wasn't lasting at least for the suggestions i would see online yeah it did not last like they said it would and what are these things you might be wondering well i'll break down each one and explain why i don't really consider them specifically self-care anymore but simply things i can contribute to taking care of myself 
back to face hair mask or changing your hair, pretty bubble bath, skincare essentials, you know, getting your lashes done. Yes, of course, treat yourself. You deserve it and they're fun, but the feelings you get from it don't last very long and you can change how you are physically, but you can't change the reality of things sometimes. And you know, most likely you'll get back into the same mental cycles. And I know I sound like a downer right now, but this is true. And I'm sure a lot of us are going through it, have gone through it. You know, again, we live in a consumer world and we are attracted to what we see. We are appealed to things visually and um, more attracted to something that other people have reviewed or said good recommendations on you know, not all, but I feel like some companies out there definitely took advantage of this mental health awareness boom during the pandemic and use it to capitalize and push out products that will push us to believe that we need it to be happy. And I'm not saying that pushing out helpful products is bad, um, but sometimes the messages that come across are unrealistic. At least for me, I don't have the money for these expensive skincare. Of course, if there was something I really saw value in, then I would invest into it. Um, it feels very helpful for me. Keep note that skincare essentials is not self-care. Deciding to take care of my skin and hair is just an act of self-love, but the products themselves don't hold any value or hold any substance that can actually heal what's within us, the blemishes that are within us. For example, every time I would change my hair, I know you guys know me to be someone who likes to dye their hair. I've had so many different colors. Um, and I found that I do this anytime that I am going through a change or I'm going through something difficult and just need, you know, a change of hair. And that's that happened a lot during this pandemic. I'm sure you've seen everyone online, you know, shave their head or bleach their hair. But sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes there may be an un underlining reason to that. And I found for myself that I would change my hair or even reorganize my room or do something that I can change because I know that there are certain things in my life that I can't change, certain circumstances that I can't change. There's nothing wrong with expressing yourself or treating yourself. Of course, you know, sometimes I would dye my hair, right? Like I said, when I'm going through a change or a transition in my life and, you know, I love doing that because it kind of symbolizes this new um, rebirth or this new transition or this new path or chapter that I'm going on and there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes there may be underlining wounds or blemishes that we need to take a look at or check in into ourselves that need healing um, that material things can't fix. Next thing is traveling. And you guys know I love traveling. Haven't traveled the world just yet, but wh whenever I can, wherever I can, I will go and take every chance to. And even if it means a long car ride, you know, I will go for it. I've been fortunate to be able to venture out into new places and I love experiencing new environments, stepping into nature, and it truly grounds me and gives me space to think. But sometimes we may use it to simply run away from our problems. I've done it once and I mean, yes, that's initially why we do it, right? Um, to get away from our everyday life and to experience, to make memories, which is nothing's wrong with that, but it becomes only a memory unless we make use of it and create it in a way that's intentional. 
we quickly move on to the next travel plan, right? For me, I always make sure I make time away from the people I might be traveling with or just have some quiet time, you know, rather than dreading going back home and, you know, just having sleepless nights and dreading having to go back to the circumstances that I live in, I reflect and think about what's going on, evaluating my thoughts and emotions and gathering moments of gratitude to take with me on that ride back home. You know, more than likely you've experienced what's good and have experienced blessings and can count things that you are grateful for, you know, and focusing on that will get us out of our head and out of the feelings of helplessness because when we are at home or when we feel like we're stuck sometimes that's all we'll think about and you know that's why I do encourage you to travel but with the intention of regrounding yourself recentering yourself in that way you know we will be able to come back home with a stronger mind a stronger heart um, and to be refreshed we all have needs you know emotional mental physical and spiritual needs you know every single one of us no one is exempt but we are honestly no good to others if we are ignoring our needs if we are running away from it we become resentful or we may become exhausted and burnt out um, which i've truly experienced and self-care helps us refuel and recharge so we can be there for others as well if we are not showing up for ourselves it becomes increasingly difficult to show up for the people in our lives you know although i am someone to really pour out everything that i have for others and just share my gratitude towards others and you know even though if i think to myself that it's the best i can do i believe that if i were to take care of myself first then it would be even better but i mean of course it's not my goal to just please others although i may have some tendencies to do that most definitely Um, If I want to be more genuine, more intentional, um, and more loving, then I need to be able to take care of myself. You can't expect yourself to give your best to someone else if you yourself haven't loved yourself. So then self-care means that we are checking in with ourselves and meeting ourselves where we are at. It can be in your bedroom, or if not, it can be outside, you know, take a walk somewhere, I love going for walks and it doesn't have to be miles away either, you know, or when life is easier, but it can happen right now. And realizing this for myself really helped me um, really be still in anywhere I'm at. Uh, Being mindful, that's what it means. It doesn't have to take a getaway trip for me to uh, be mindful, although it may be helpful, um, knowing that I can tap into that to that space that peaceful space wherever i am is is a great sense of power and authority over over your life and over your you know mental chaos and when we do this we tune into ourselves we recognize that we have different needs depending on the situation and what kind of day we're having these check-ins make us more aware of our unique needs which in turn help us to create practices needed to recharge you know and to help us every single day so pauline is that it yes that's it (laughs) that is self-care checking in with ourselves you know was it the answer you were expecting to some it may sound easier said than done of course um or that it's not enough but remember 
whatever manifests outside and that's our behavior and actions starts from within starts from what's inside and self-care means that we are recognizing the relationship we have with ourselves and prioritizing it and i think i got this from the minimalist podcast but um, the word relationship relationship to family relationship to the items in our life relationship to um, money there's a lot of different things you know this means we have to put in intentional efforts to sustain them and this is me telling you that i am working on it myself it's not something that can happen over over you know 24 hours this is a long process but once you learn to dedicate more time to it and really um you know invest more time into your mental health and taking time to ask questions to ponder daily and to journal and to um, think about the things that do last in life things that um, are worth thinking about sometimes it means calling ourselves out on the things we are doing that aren't healthy for us and that's why i truly believe that daily journaling and being mindful is so helpful because um sometimes we may be chasing this happiness but in order to reach that optimal life that we dream for ourselves we need to tap in into the areas that might need some house cleaning sometimes it means forcing us to you know get out of our own way which is often not glamorous and it's something that's not always comfortable and it's not you know always pretty Um, like all of these self-care rituals on social media are showing it to be remember instagram is only a highlight of people's lives and they don't show what it really is like behind it all so to summarize self-care is not something we should feel guilty about um i think this is so important because i'm still learning it myself you know i again love showing up for people and that's something i really have a passion for to serve to to be there for people to care for people um so in in any time where i feel like i need to take a break my body's shouting out to me saying hey paul you need to slow down you need to not have so much pressure on yourself i will feel guilty (laughs) or sometimes even when i go on these awesome trips like in the back of my mind i could you not i still have these thoughts of you should be home you should be you know helping out your family you should be taking care of this and you know it's not bad to necessarily have these concerns for our loved ones but um you know we should be able to say no and to have boundaries and of course if we ignore all of these things like me you will have these thoughts these um you will have these voices in your head um, telling you that you should feel guilty for what you're doing and you know self-care is not a sign of weakness either like i tell you guys all the time on this podcast vulnerability is strength and i think that's something that i do love seeing on social media when people share their you know their realest hardest obstacles in life and sharing their stories and testimonies because that's what people can truly relate on you know um, not everyone can relate to the luxurious life that you know you can be able to go out and and treat yourself all the time like not all of us can relate to that um so yeah self-care is not expensive it's not luxurious um you know self-care is not self-indulgent either 
I believe that we can't be so stuck on ourselves at the same time. Yes, we need to take care of ourselves, but to be able to, you know, um, be there for others, show up for others. And self-care isn't selfish either. Um, It's kind of the same thing, but, you know, it's good to set boundaries. You know, if someone wants to hang out with you or your group of friends want to hang out with you and you really feel like you should stay home, you know, it's good to set the boundary and just say, hey, I'm just not feeling it today. And, you know, I just need to take time for myself today, have fun. Um, But I believe that being selfish in our self-care is, you know, shutting people out, you know, consistently and, and just not being intentional really with it. Just kind of at the same time, you know, running away. You say that it's self-care, but at the same time, it's it's more of um, you indulging in, in what you believe and not taking the time to open up and to open perspective, if that makes sense. So um, if you're not learning anything from your self-care days, then was it really self-care? Now, self-care is um, self-love, of course. You know, this might be a little bit different for other people, but um, the real way I can really find my self-worth and the love for I have for myself is really connecting and going back to my faith. Um, I truly believe that we are made in God's image and God is love. And what love is to me is love is patient, love is kind, love is not self-seeking and love is just pure and of all good intention and um, I really try my best to apply these things in my life but also remembering that I am these things, that I am a light and um, you know self-love also means to me you know just appreciating even the smallest things people may not know about me or appreciating uh, the gifts that I do have and appreciating everything, how I look, um, although it is a work in progress, um, although I, I'm still working on loving my body. I, I'm sure I talked about it before, but just body neutrality where, you know, loving my body at whatever state it is, not comparing it to what I see on social media or not having anything in comparison. Um, and again, self-care is a necessity. Self-care is intentional and it's nourishing. Um, I always try my best to learn something um, on the days that I take off or at least remember or remind myself of. And self-care to me is an act of giving yourself permission. Permission to laugh, permission to um, enjoy the little things, permission to take care of myself, Um, And also forgiving myself, forgiving myself for being hard on myself, um, and just having an honest conversation with myself. Just staring at the ceiling, thinking, looking up at the stars, or it can happen anywhere you are. So, what does an ideal self-care day look like for me? Well, if I'm home, then I will sit and journal and really just get in tune with how I'm feeling and I try not to have a day of perfection. I'm definitely a perfectionist and I hope to have an episode on that specifically very soon and yeah I I try to go outside and really ground myself again through nature and um, I love just going to cafes and taking my time when I eat, taking time when I drink, um, not 
you know, ignoring anything, but really being sensitive to how I'm feeling, sensitive to any thoughts, even if, you know, a bad thought comes, like really evaluating it, you know, where did it come from? And I may take time to message some friends I haven't talked to in a while and, and catch up with them because I believe, you know, um, keeping up with relationships and, and our friendships is really important. And also, you know, relating with them and having good conversations, wholesome conversations. I love doing that. And of course, I might put in a face mask here, a hair mask there, maybe do my nails. Um, and like I said, you know, these things aren't wrong. Um, and if my nails, my hair, my face is in need of them, then therefore I will <laughs> put it on. But, you know, it's a combination of things. And as long as you approach it with the right intentions, the right heart, the right mindset, then you'll have a great self-care day um, because I've definitely had fallouts and thinking it was self-care, but it wasn't and there was always something I felt that was off and um, yeah, again, this is a learning process. It's okay to say no to your friends. It's okay to set boundaries and um, it's okay to have to recharge um, to be able to go out in the world and, and be the best version of you. Alright, that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I know it was like all over the place, but um, like I said, this is a topic I've been wanting to talk about but wasn't sure how to approach it, so this is the most honest way I could do it. Um, again, everyone has their own ways of doing self-care and um, remember that, that the self-care is very unique to us all and should not be what other people are doing but rather find the way take time to find the way what works with you um and what's best for you so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it and i'll see you guys in the next episode don't forget to follow me on instagram apollyon ponders really trying my best to put out some creative things out there not just with my podcast but trying to do a monthly vlog at least because my youtube has been super dry and also bullet journaling um and planning to do more of that i don't know exactly how but i'm generating ideas for that but anyways keep an eye on for that also at the same time don't expect too much because your girl is taking her time but trying to enjoy the process and that's okay but yeah don't forget to always love to always be curious and to always ponder